Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we are talking to the Lucid Furs. Check it out. Let's see? Nice. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I know. It does sound it sounds <laughs> so soothing almost, but it, it is yeah. in a weird way hot. I'm not sure why. No, <laughs> so, hey, this is Chuck with Fans of Bands, and I'm talking to Dan, Nick, Gordy, and Karen of the Lucid Furs. How are you guys? Hey, good, man. Awesome. awesome. So, last time we talked was in the midst of the pandemic lockdown. Everybody was uh you know shut down touring was shut down we weren't sure when things were gonna be able to start back up but now we're free oh yes you yes. guys are, are actually on the road right now right and where yes. are you at uh montgomery alabama montgomery alabama fantastic <laughs> right now we're in between stops right now so in between oh so you don't have a show when's the next show uh, Thursday, Wilmington, North Carolina, Reggie's 42nd Street. Wow, awesome. So how has it been so far? How has it been to be back and doing shows? and Really Good. awesome. <laughs> Super stoked. And we've been doing really well, too. Yeah, awesome. so we were prepared for, like, low turnouts. And, you know, we're like, okay, yeah. it's, gonna, it's not going to be the same as it was. But actually, it's been just as good, if not better, everywhere we've gone. And... People seem to be yeah. returning so, to his yeah, usual, sort of usual, you know? Yeah. Well, I know that myself personally, I felt like super ecstatic when I bet at a show, even if I've seen the band like five times, I'm like, just to be back. Cause it, it felt longer than 18 months. Yeah. We were, yeah. We were, and we were, and I've, I've been, I talked to quite a few people on the well, while we've been on the road that were just like, it's like almost emotional, like to go back to shows, yeah. like something that you do, you take for granted. And then all of a sudden you're like, fuck, finally I can go back to shows now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I seriously get thankful every time I am able to go to a show. So I'm, I'm sure that people that are getting to see you guys are like, Oh shit, this is awesome. You know, it's fantastic. Yeah. It, and you know, they get to see you. I mean, not just some, Fucking Joe Schmo cover band. Yeah. Getting the nice. yeah. yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, fuck You're yeah. fortunate too to have friends who are still around from when we first started touring. So we've yeah. like, you know, pretty much known somebody everywhere we went, awesome. which is really, really cool. You know, got somebody cool to hang out with already. You know, yeah. yeah. Places to go. We already know. Right. We were hanging out with Doomstress in Texas. We went awesome. on a tour with them couple years ago and they came out to see us when we were in houston fantastic really really cool people yeah. super friendly how's yeah. this accommodating up, fed us breakfast we had yeah. kolaches. kolaches oh kolaches. really what's like what is it kolaches? essentially like you know you know you, you know what baffles are right you've seen those things at like the store they're like those like it's, it's like baffles, filled with like but it's way better <laughs> yeah it's got like pepperoni and cheese and like different shit like but it, they put a sausage like, in there it's like oh, a giant okay. drink with like yeah oh okay cool awesome a hot pocket. <laughs> a real life. It's an awesome homemade hot pocket. <laughs> like the ones you put in the microwave, not the ones you put in the microwave that are ice cold in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> and flaming hot on the outside. Awesome. <laughs> so uh, so since you've been on tour, what's been the what's been the most funnest moment for each of you guys? Oh, yeah. Go, go for it, Karen. Um, 
I would say, I I would say last night, um, New Orleans. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> New that Orleans, was pretty fun. Orleans. New you Orleans. Orleans. Yes, New no, Orleans. No. It doesn't really matter. Yellow. Should we argue about this for a little while? We should. <laughs> no, it's knowledge. Knowledge. We have we have fucking accents. We're just gonna have to live with them. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we're, we're, you know, you're, you're from Michigan, so you gotta embrace it. I'm sorry. Right. Everyone's like, you was talk that, so fast. <laughs> um, what's your favorite? Yeah, I mean, New, I love New Orleans. Every time we go on tour, anytime we go to New Orleans, the food is super good and everything. Um, yeah. But playing wise. Um, I don't know, man. That that show, uh, San Antonio show, was pretty awesome. Yeah. Honestly, like that show. That's a cool town. That's a really yeah. cool so many town. showed up. Yeah, a lot high, of people showed energy. up, and we, and a lot. Of, everybody showed a lot of love, and it was, it was awesome. It felt awesome. like kind of like like so many people were like, "Thank you for coming back." You know, and it was such a yeah. cool. It was a good feeling. Was that your funnest moment, Karen? Yeah, probably plan wise. There was a lot. It was a small room, but there was it was just jam packed and like a lot of energy and nice. Where where was it again? Like where San in San Antonio? San Antonio. Foss Tavern. Which is Foss Tavern. Okay, cool. Yeah, our buddy Lotus Smoke uh, hooked us up. Nice. And it, had you guys played there before? We've oh yeah, uh, not yeah. we've been to San Antonio uh twice before that. Okay. Played, but played, not at Faust. But not at Foss, no. The oh. place we played is closed now. Yeah, Limelight is Limelight is where we where we played before. Okay. And I think, yeah, now it's something else. I'm not entirely sure. I think my funnest moment has just been guitar solos. Of course you would say that. The scenery changes, but the notes are still there. I'm really surprised that they didn't say that that was their funnest moment. Right after New Orleans. Yeah, New Orleans. They kept telling me. We'll get it. We'll get it right. They kept telling me I could drink on the street in there, and I'm like, I'm not falling for this shit again. Wait, so you can't drink in the streets? No, you can't. No, you just he's freaking. You know where I'm from, it's not allowed. So every time a cop drove by, I'm like, oh shit. Like, no, 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 it's all right. I promise. Are you sure? I don't need any kind of interaction. You look way more suspicious trying to stop it. He's got a gun. No, it's just a beer. Why are you doing that? Stop it. No. He's just trying to have a good time. Fuck that guy. (laughs) So so you guys are on tour uh, for the new album. Damn, that was easy. so was it easy? What what was was it easy to make that album? It was very difficult. <laughs> I, doubted, yes. I mean, maybe for I those doubted. guys. I mean, it was pretty easy for me. I, I, uh, I wanted to name it. Damn, fuck, this is hard. Right, but then you know, you know, it's hard to use the word fuck for your yeah. album. So, <laughs> and then we we're allowed we to say that, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, damn is a lot of it out later. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm gonna have to do a lot of that. I think the whole idea was just like we we just have like such a fluid writing style, and we're just like all such good friends. It it does a lot of a lot of the writing does come kind of easy, just because it we yeah we're just all like really in tune with each other, especially at practice. And we all got good ideas. We're all so musically, you know, inclined. Yeah. Oh, wow, so, uh, dude, so from a 
from a stand like a writing standpoint it is easy i mean because it's all kind of flowing together you guys are bouncing off ideas and yeah. just kind of flowing like oh i love this thing i love this riff let's put this here and then also oh, you got a song writing wise very easy no. everything else wise <laughs> the writing's the easy part <laughs> Writing, we just, you know, a couple beers or whatever. Right. Yeah. You know? But I mean, this album is. is or you know out. what? You got an album, you're like, did we, are we finished? Oh, what yeah. And this album is on Argonaut, right? Is that correct? Argonaut, 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 Argonaut yep. Argonaut yeah. Records, yeah. Very cool. Our first Very cool. one with some label backing. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. And yeah. I love, you know, I, uh, I thank you guys for letting me uh, check it out a little bit early, which was super cool. And I bought my copy and I'm waiting for the LP because I, I have the other LP and I'm like, yes, it's going to be great. Um, but I was listening and, you know, you've got the, there's the heavy blues, you know, the psych rock thing going for sure. But I think this album, I noticed a little bit of funk going on. That's there. right, baby. Woo! There's Did you some. Oh, yeah. okay. there's some there's some sly in the family stone kind oh, yeah. of oh, fish sure. bony yeah. things going on i'm like yeah, Whoa. The next album noticeable funk noticeable <laughs> funk i'm like Whoa. notably funk no. but, you know, like, like even on the second album i you know i had people comment to me like you know oh more gain you know make yeah. it heavier so yeah. i did put more gain on this album a little heavier but, but the style but, yeah. but as far as the style like we like really yeah. like we've always had some funkiness but well like five five finger five uh five finger disco and conscience uh, those two songs man they're like oh let's oh, yeah, yeah. Dude. oh yeah let's get down and get happy you know yeah no, like, about it, especially yeah. like five finger disco like nick kind of came up with that like and like it just makes a whole other half of a song you know like so it's it's really uh like i said we're always throwing ideas around yeah so how did funky no matter what so how did that vibe get in there i mean is it is it all because of nick um no no gordy's always been funky and me and nick have always liked funky shit even when we were growing up we've always like we maybe not played it like but we we've always loved shit really the first time that i ever really like jammed with you and like we had a conversation i remember you telling me like yeah dude i love like the funky shit that you were doing and we were talking about doing like a funky jam just like you know like figuring something out a long time ago this shit yeah. that was probably, yeah that I, was i, I think the jam that got me into first first actually was when ethan was there too. Yeah, yeah our old guitar player ethan was jamming with gordy and i asked him like man you guys play great together you should join the band dan sent me a text and i was like i was like yeah because my other band, <laughs> band, band it just fell apart and i was like not playing as much guitar like seriously kind of just like picking it up and putting it down and then uh when i got hit up i was like oh fuck <laughs> And, and then, you know, lo and behold, a little later, Nick's in the band, too. So, so yeah, worked out. Hell yeah. Productive jam session that night. Typically, they're kind of just a fucking myriad of like. Oh, they, I remember shit that night. I was sitting on the that floor. That was a good one. floor with the drumstick. Yeah. That was hard. I forgot about that. And, you know, and then you've got like, you know, the kind of more what I think of as like traditional songs that you guys do um as far as you know like kind of like that heavy psych rock um sure. but can you tell me a little bit about the the tune um uh let me look and see what it was called oh one time investment 
Okay, yeah. So that All one, right. yeah. That, that is super cool. Nice, dude. I'm glad you dig that. So um, after the, like right when the quarantine hit, we didn't see each other for like maybe a couple months. Mm-hmm. And then we were worried about practicing. So when summer hit, I think we had been like, all right, we got to do something. Yeah. So we were going out in the backyard and playing acoustic. So we wrote um, on a couple acoustic tracks and that was one of them. Nick recorded, mixed and mastered that track. Oh, cool. Yeah, that awesome. sounds awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> yeah. So we put that one on this album to kind of, cap it off you know yeah yeah, yeah. And I, I saw a review somebody did of the album uh and they they, made a days they of said the it they first. said it was like a days of the new type song and that's oh, like me and nick even yeah, like like huge influence for us yeah love, love days of the new that so was awesome that, that was, was like, uh, a yeah. chance for me to play guitar with cordy too instead of bass which was cool yeah we just well, did two guitars on that we talked about doing like an acoustic bass scenario but I said no. I'd rather bring in another guitar. I like I like with acoustic songs. I like a fuller guitar sound. It feels, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rather than rather than a bass bass sound. I I was I would agree because I I think it would sound weird if you had like some kind of like acoustic bass in there because it would yeah I just felt like like there's certain scenarios yeah but it's like yeah I, I agree too. Yeah, because it kind of drops out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And we did write a few more songs, kind of in that vein too. That. Oh really? Unreleased. We're sitting on them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that would be a nice compliment to the album. But I was going (laughs) to mention that I think you did really great job as far as like integrating that song and making the mix fit, because sometimes when you do like add-ons like that, where it's recorded somewhere else. Right. Or not, it you can tell like, oh shit, that guy recorded in the garage and this is in the studio. Yeah, we were concerned about that. And I spent quite a bit of time trying to get it as close as I could, you yeah. know, to Emilio's sound because he's he's awesome. And we're really good friends with Emilio. So we're like we would, yeah, like we I mean mostly Nick, but like me and him were sitting there trying to trying to be like, okay, well what what did Emilio do? Okay, well yeah. let's try doing that. Let's try moving this here and like see it like go from there, you know, like yeah, as our right. reference, you know. Emilio from Toneworks Studios did yes. all the other tracks on the album. Yeah, awesome. he's recorded he's all, all three of our albums. He's oh good. really? Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm just kind of the first one came out good, and the second oh. one came out good. So we're like, let's not broke, let's not fix it. But yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. surprised by the feedback from all that because you know you like spend so much time sitting in front of the computer fucking with it, you kind of get too close to it. Tunnel vision, and you're, and you're like, is it is it good? You know, right, <laughs> right. Well, and I would think on it, yeah. I would think after listening to it so many times, you almost get like um, kind of a white noise thing where you just, it's hard to pick out those, yeah, the articulations absolutely. that you want to accent and the ones that you were like, oh, that needs to be a little lower in the mix or whatever and, and make yeah. sure that the song really fits. Um, but yeah, you guys did a great job with that. And I think it's a fantastic song to end on too. Um, cool. Cause you start Thanks. off heavy, you know, and then you kind of get into yeah, a little bit of first, a little bit of funkiness, and then you have like um, some of those kind of slow bluesy things, you know. And then some more, a, some more. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love those tunes. That I think that's a trademark of of the Lucid Furs. And so, um, yeah, sure. for the new album, I'm wondering like what each of your like favorite tunes are. Oh, okay. 
Just because I'm I'm big on vocals, I'm big on like vocal harmonies. Yeah. And that one has the most probably intricate like vocal parts. Yeah. And with all three of us singing, which I, I just think more the more singers, the better, in my opinion. You know, I, I love Yeah, we want to, yeah, we, we we're trying to do a lot as much as that yeah. as possible. We're Probably trying the, to integrate the, next the three part we'll, we'll do and, more more of that. Well, and all that, three of us singing. That was actually something I was going to mention is because I feel like you've got more harmony on here too. Um, so I was on like two tracks. Yeah, he harmonized. He was, yeah, yeah. was singing on some tracks too. I know, he didn't <laughs> want to, but I was like, he hit, we were, si we were singing there. and he did it and I was like, okay, get in there. Yeah. Right now. One of them is just like, like one of them is just like one word, but I'm like, get in there, do it. Come on. He's got a really great bassy voice. We never knew. Voice. And then yeah. he sang one day. I'm like, what? Get in that room right now. Me and Dan have been singing together for years. So it just it, it was cool to kind of bring what we did for so long over here and the way Karen yeah. brought out those parts. It just felt good. It kind of felt like you know, uh, nostalgic. I was going to say the same thing because I listened to so much Trigger stuff, which was their other yep. before. Yep. And uh, to me, the harmonies were like something that I had heard even before I started playing guitar. So it was, it was definitely nostalgic for sure in, in a really good way. Yeah. And for, for anybody listening to this, uh, Tr Trigger was another awesome Detroit band. And I oh, oh, had the I privilege that. of being able to see you guys once. They're really still, they still jam. They're, they're still jamming? Oh, just got back to jamming. Oh, thank, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Probably see us both on a bill. Oh, see, now that would, that's like a. If he's willing to do double, double duty. Now, so please give me advance warning. I know I'm getting off topic, but give me advance warning of this. So I make sure to block the calendar because my shit oh, gets yeah. fucked up, you know, and I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, but there's this other show. <laughs> All right. So, so back to favorite tunes. So we got Nick's who wants to go next. My favorite song on the album. Um, it's so hard to say. Honestly, I really, I really enjoyed writing conscious just because obviously that's like a really fun drum part for me to play. Mm -hmm. You know, I get to do like ghost note stuff and like, you know, yeah. do a bunch of weird stuff. But I, I mean, yeah, I'd say Conscious is probably my favorite song. That it's my it's my favorite song to play live, too. I yeah. really like playing it live. Awesome. And that chorus, to me, like, when we were first writing it, was super Kim Thale, like, Soundgarden-y. Yeah. Half-step, weird, coming back, and the, you know, like, so, which that, I love. So. That one for me is, it's one of those ones that, they had a couple songs written already before I joined, mm -hmm. you know, with Norbert. Their old right. bass player, mm -hmm. yep. and that was one. I try to make everything my own, but that was one. I think that I I listened to Norbert's <laughs> bass parts, and I just thought I don't want to fuck with that. Yeah, it was just oh. what he wrote was so good. I think I pretty much played mostly his bass parts on that one. Cool, just because you know you got to know when it's it's already good. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't want to fuck it up. <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's, cool. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that as that at like because I, I I was like I always I, we were trying to encourage him like no dude like write whatever if you want to put your stamp on this like right put, put some on but his melodies his bass melodies were so um like such a big part of the song I felt like already like in that one yeah 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 no that's awesome that's cool um so Karen Gordy who wants to go uh I'd say my favorite is Five Finger Disco I really oh, like cool. that. 
like performing. Yeah. That song. We did that music video, which just oh, that's went right. yes. oh wow with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just a really fun little, you know, yeah. disco. It's so dancey. That's definitely one of my people, and then watching people like dance to that song and go like get excited about that song. <laughs> that's that I love about touring is like seeing people's reactions to our music. Yep. Yeah. Like in my face, I'm a starer. I'll stare right it, right mm-hmm. at people. I, <laughs> people sometimes go like, like, yeah. <laughs> and they walk away. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, they're dancing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm making uncomfortable. All right. <laughs> we had a guy dancing so hard at a show the other night. Oh and, yeah. And I just thought, let's dude. get this guy in front of a camera. This is amazing. We just need a whole video of that guy dancing. Like like that <laughs> black keys, that black yeah. El Camino where it's just the dude dancing the whole time. Yes. Yeah. And didn't somebody else do a video or maybe it's just Christopher Walken where he's like dancing and shit. Yeah. Oh no, we just outed each no other way. in Smash Mouth. You guys like Smash Mouth? <laughs> what the I like Christopher Walken. <laughs> I just could put, I'm, I like Christopher Walken. I do like it. Good save. Good save. Good save. Good save. All right, I'm owning it. I, all right, I, that closet smells a lot. Whatever. Gordy, how about you, man? Um, all right. So as far as as far as my favorite on the album, uh, probably another page. Nice. Um, yeah, you I know that tune. Recording, yeah, recording it was fun, and you know I got to pull out the acoustic on that one. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of layered, so the verse has. An electric track and an acoustic track underneath it. Um, so it's like, where did I get the longest solo? I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no. the longest one. Well, it's either that, like, I like oh, right on my level, right on my level was sweet because I In terms of like another page, it was sweet because it's kind of like, you know, on No God, No Problem, I wrote Stay. And I don't really sit down and write a lot of songs. Like typically we jam and pick out pieces and we're like, oh, let's flesh it out. Let's figure it out. But I actually sat down and wrote Stay or most of it. And then another page was one of those songs. Right. I had sat down and like wrote that chord progression. Not that there's a lot to that song, you know, in terms of. But just a different approach. When he plays, plays, he, 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 he writes so many cool riffs so fast that he doesn't know. So I, 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 find, I find that I got to say, hey, stop, stop. What, <laughs> That's what, the what are you doing? That's what are you true. doing? Because he'll, he'll forget. He'll be on to the next one so quick. Yeah, and well, honestly, sometimes I'll circle back yeah, to the I next do. bar and I won't actually remember what I played on the last bar. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, oh, that was cool. I want to sing that. Can you do that again? I'm like, uh, Do what? What do we do? I record our practices, though. Thank For the most part, sometimes I forget. Sure. But I'll be like, oh, I got it, though. Here, like, here, play this, play this again. No, you, you do have to do that because, you know, when I was in a band, I would do that thing where you'd noodle around and then drummer starts doing something, you jam something. And if you don't have it recorded, you're like, I, I don't know what I did. It's so yeah, right. Lost, especially <laughs> right, because you're damaged. You would do something really cool at, like, minute two, and then you get, like, to minute 
10. Yeah. And then you're like, what was that thing we were doing? Oh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, let's go back, to, let's go back <laughs> to that thing we did three minutes ago. It's like, wait, you're talking about the top where I, where I had my eyes closed the whole time? <laughs> yeah. I, I had no idea what was going right. on. I been all shit. Right. Well, and then you get to you get to <laughs> minute 10 and you're like, I have no idea what it was. But at minute 10, it just sucks ass. You're just like, oh. yeah, all, yeah, all of a sudden it's like, what the hell were we doing yeah. then? God damn it. Just stop playing. Yeah. Well, that's everybody starts playing around like every 10 seconds. Uh -huh. Somebody follow up, you know, like, all right. This one's dead. If I break it, there's some kind of noodling thing. It's, we're definitely fucked. So, yeah. <laughs> and then the, the drugs start taking hold. <laughs> oh From that on out, we're not very productive after that. <laughs> so, uh, so speaking of like touring and during and doing drugs, no, not really. Uh, <laughs> yes, but as far as like you know, you've got like um, you know, you're traveling between states, you go into venues. What what's the day like before the show? What are you guys um, on the road? Like, what's playing in the van? What are you listening to? Or is it silence? Is it there's so much playing in the band. Uh, Manfred Mann's Earth Band? We got it depends who's driving. Right? Nothing but oh, yeah. is driver is it driver's choice? Depends on who's driving. Usually it's who's picking the songs most of the oh. time, but that, like it kind of switches between. But we all have pretty unique taste in music and it's all a little bit. I'm different, putting on Mother's you know? Cake if I get the chance. Yeah, that's great. Cake. No. So oh my god these so guys are pretty good djs so i just kind of let them do their thing for the most yeah. part but ever like my favorite is when i drive at night and they're all asleep <laughs> and then i'll just put on like whatever she likes I it when we're not when we're i, lo I not love when does. they're unconscious <laughs> <laughs> I do my best work in, in that so so karen what are you listening to when the, while they're sleeping um i don't know just like Talk radio, podcast. Um, no, no, yeah, well, maybe some cat, cat students. If I, 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 if, I want, if I want to bring a little tear to my eye. Yeah. <laughs> I like me some Sufjan Stevens. That dude rocks. I mean, his he's got some awesome fucking songs. So yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I I like grew up watching Harold Maude with my mom. Oh so yeah. Cat Stevens is like my yeah my childhood favorite. Nice. I'm in the backseat, just getting my ass handed to me in Mortal Kombat. You know, yeah. I, I, he's got the P, he's got the Vita, the PS, the PlayStation Vita. So oh, nice! Smashed. Like, unless we're playing chess, then I'm smoking on that chess. <laughs> I, I just lose and I lose and I lose. Man. <laughs> Every day, another way to lose. That's it. Do you guys have any like uh, pre-show rituals? Things you've got to do before every show. <laughs> Well, you warm up. Stuff, right? like you warm I up. warm up. I go to the van, which is sometimes awkward because people will be like standing outside of the van, and I'm like, "Well, I guess I'm just gonna start singing in here because <laughs> it needs to be done." Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like, get a moment to collect myself, fix my face. You know, yeah. draw my face on. I do that too. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't do know. That. We don't really have. We don't, we don't really have like a band, you know, like a ritual. I guess we we just kind of. I I think we've been doing it for so you know all of us have been doing it for a while and 
you know, we don't really think of it as that, that big of a thing. You know, we're just like, all right, set up. Oh, it's our turn. Like it's our job. Yeah. Right? We're, we're, that's what we want to be doing. And like, it's like, it just comes natural. Chat up the other bands. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I, I do realize sometimes that I'm getting like a little too comfortable with just being in bars because I'm like changing my <laughs> shoes in the bar and like yesterday I was cutting up a t-shirt at a table <laughs> like making it tank top for me to wear that night because I was like I clean yeah. shirt. let me cut the shirt up people are just watching me I'm like this is weird <laughs> well I think I think it would get really <laughs> weird if you broke out like a little bocce on the fucking merch Dude, and started oh, cooking up some oh, stuff. That would be shit, that would be awesome. Holy <laughs> shit. Crack the egg with the, with the sword. No. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, get a oh, little yeah, swirl going. I don't know how, well, I mean, the hibachi would already be weird. Bring the sword in. You got a full send, though. Sword. You can't just half ass that shit. You got a That's right. Thing. Yeah, you gotta, you'd have to commit to it. So something's gonna suffer. I don't think I'll be doing that. You guys want to do that? Oh, I'll, cook. I love cooking. I'll cook all the meals. We'll bring it. our That's supposed to grill inside. That's right. <laughs> um, so uh, what else was I gonna ask you guys? Oh yeah. So um, uh, what is what is the best? I mean, obviously the show is probably the best part of traveling, but. Um, have you found anything that's been inspiring as far as being when you're on the road outside of the venue? And maybe you just kind of go around like on this tour, yeah, something that you, great. Yeah. the tacos. And now that we've been over in this area, yeah, the tacos. We've had so many tacos. We love tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I, would tacos. I would say uh, probably like just the camaraderie of just bullshitting. Yeah. You know, and just being friends and hanging out for way too long. And- that's a little <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I live with tacos. Look at this. <laughs> I, I also, I like talking to people from other walks, you know, like, oh, what's it like around here? Yeah. Um, telling them about Detroit and, you know, like, hey, you can get shot anywhere, not just Detroit. <laughs> right. Um, to Detroit, right? Do you find that still is out there? That, that, oh, yeah, the, the, yeah, Detroit the, thing, like, oh, shit, you're from Detroit, actually. Right. Yeah, I mean, you'd be like, surprised, actually. Oh, really? and, and we don't like use it like we're from no, Detroit, so but like, yeah, it's weird. I'm like, why? We haven't, beat, <laughs> we haven't beat anyone up or anything. I know well, we've been, we have no. been very polite out here representing, <laughs> yeah, very nice. A lady in, at I'm the fine. restaurant in New Orleans said that we were very nice and polite. Really? Yeah. She said, we and if she said it, that means it's correct. Did. Don't take <laughs> anyone else's word for it. That's funny. Do you, uh, do you ever feel like uh, that, uh, I mean, do you correct people as far as like that? The, I mean, we know because we're from um, Michigan. We've them been them in Detroit for a while. It I has that, that vibe. But, but sure. it's not necessarily, I mean, if you're in the wrong area at the wrong time, yeah, that's a problem. Of course, and that's anywhere. Yeah, that's anywhere. yeah but yeah. That, that's exactly it's anywhere. You go to San Antonio, you go, you go to some small town, and you're out in the middle of the sticks, and you're in the wrong, you know, that section of that little town. Right. You could have a problem. Like right? you ever seen Deliverance? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Dangerous everywhere. I can right. play, with <laughs> so I might do all right. <laughs> but but mainly it's just like you know we want people to come and see our music scene because we have like the coolest music scene yeah 
Yeah. And I tell people that all the time, like should come play in Detroit. Don't be scared because there are so many really awesome, kind, receptive people who are also musicians who are supportive. And that's like, uh, if that's the number one reason you should come to Detroit because there's an audience there for everybody, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, for sure. Have you guys hooked up with any bands that you think may want to come up and do shows with you guys? Oh, every time I play a show with a band that we haven't played with, it's like, it's like, we, we always, that was like one of the first right. things we talked about. It's like, Hey, you guys are awesome. You need to come to Detroit. Like hit us up. We'll try yeah. to, we'll do yeah. whatever we can to help you. Even if we don't play with you, we'll like try to point you in the right direction. You know, right. I have a policy that if you ask me to either play or about a show in Detroit, I will at least give you a few references. Yeah. Like a starting point, something because it's hard. Booking is freaking hard. And Detroit booking, booking in Detroit is not that easy either, unless you live there. And that's pretty much the case everywhere. So just that, like try these two venues and these two bands is like a really great jumping off point when you're like, I've never been in this town. I don't know any of these bands because from those venues, you can find other venues. And from those bands, you can find other bands. Right. So that's like just getting a hint of like, I think you might want to do this. Right. It's so helpful. So people have done that for me and that's how we've gotten where we've gone. So I try to do that too. Yeah. And I do try to bring people into this, in, into Detroit. Well, that was a question when you were talking, Karen, because I was curious about, you know, what is the methodology you guys use for booking tours? Cause you don't have a, you know, tour manager that's going to go out or a promotional person well i don't know that if you don't or do now because you're signed but um, but that that's a lot of work to go through and and work with different venues and figure out who's going to you know who can pay us who can get us on a bill for something next and so well you gotta learn the hard way a couple times (laughs) sometimes but um you just gotta not be afraid to do it you just message people until you get a yes, until you find a good scenario, you just keep yeah. keep at it. I work on it a little bit every day, you know, with the exception of like I don't do it Sunday. I'm not bothering people, but right. you know, or Friday or Saturday night, <laughs> <But> <laughs> like to, weekdays, yeah. you know, mornings. I'd be like, send a couple messages out, at least a few, and just keep working and chipping away at it. Yeah. You don't always like can't, like we couldn't find a Wednesday gig this time around, but mm-hmm. it is what it is, and right. You know, you just keep working at it and it'll happen. Somebody will be like, all right, I'll give you a hand. Yeah. And when you're playing somewhere for the first time, it's an icebreaker. So if you can at least play with two bands, you can introduce yourself to eight people or like six to eight people from that town. Right. And that's, that's good enough. That's a opening six to eight people you didn't know before. Right. At least one of them is bound to be cool. You know, know, for sure. I just got to keep working at it. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so we've talked before about like, um, first albums and such. Um, and so kind of getting into that thing of like, you know, uh, getting to know you guys as, as people, um, why don't we talk about like when you were, uh, in school and, and elementary school what what was what was the best part of elementary school for each of you guys what what class did you dig maybe if you think of a teacher or a particular thing what was that thing that really like said yeah i you know i dig this or you could have said you know fucking hated school and i didn't like it at all so 
Uh, Dan, how about you? I've always kind of like been a pretty hyper dude and high energy. So I was, I was a big fan of gym. Remember they used to have those like ropes? Yeah. Like, the ceiling you had to climb. I, I could do that with like not even trying. Yeah. Like, like just and we also have videos of him climbing <laughs> telephone. Oh yeah, I climb a lot of things. For the sake of I'm a stick kind of climb. So <laughs> oh man, it's funny you mentioned that that rope thing because I was thinking that the other day. Um, because you know, obviously getting old, and I'm thinking, you, you know, when I was in high school, I used to be able to climb that fucking rope. I don't know if I could do it now. <laughs> I, I wonder I if they still it. do it because I'm like, man, I, I wonder yeah. if they like, man, if somebody lets go, they're dead. <laughs> Like, that, that rope is so I like that shit. <laughs> they won't get blood anywhere, but it'll still break all your bones, right. you know. Right. I, just, <laughs> I just don't know how they condescend. It wasn't that high. You were just very small. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, no, Ed, you're on part. That was a huge, we had a huge auditorium, so I think it was extremely high. <laughs> like, scary, actually. I think as an adult, the rope climbing is a little less interesting because you already know nothing's up there. I can go somewhere. Uh, so, Gordy, how about you? Well, I would say like music class, but I didn't play music back then. So, I won't say that. It, was, it, was, it might have been art class or, or like just fighting or skateboarding or something. Nice fighting. fighting. He loves fighting, man. This guy fighting class. I remember the first time I got to fight, this little kid, some some kid, like kicked me in the balls as like a little kid, and I like I didn't do anything right then and there, but I like went home and like got mad about it and came back and beat him up the next day. And then I said, "Horrible kid." That was bad. So Nick, how about you? <laughs> uh music band class yeah you know, jazz band yeah that stuff awesome uh, i think i think i think probably me and dan started playing together i think when we were still in elementary school uh yeah we were 10 or 11 when we met so seriously yeah we already like met 2000 nice very nice and karen um i was like a little bit of a loner and elementary school so i liked recess because i would hide that was my favorite part yeah actually like, your favorite <laughs> 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 i was avoiding people on the playground <laughs> <laughs> i had so many hiding places you don't even know I had so a lot of people hiding when Cordy's walking around. My elementary school actually had a soccer field. I went to Forest Park in East Point and they had a huge soccer field. And every time, yeah, uh, they had that soccer field. And it was fun. Know if you went there. you could like slide tackle kids and stuff. Like, I were supposed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> But it was, I always did because I couldn't. I, I sucked at soccer, <laughs> but I could run really fast. I always catch them, but I couldn't. Like, Probably still would, but it's deeply frowned upon. And that was yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like children either, still don't. <laughs> I go fly tackle the field right now. I'd slide to the ocean now. Oh my goodness. 
<clears throat> I don't think we talked about, uh, I know we talked about first records, but I don't think we talked about first concerts. I'm uh, pretty sure we didn't. I don't think so. Yeah. I remember my first concert. You talked so, about the first song yeah. we played. First Sad concert one. you went to and saw. Okay. Yeah. In my memory, the first concert I ever went to was a Ted Nugent concert. And I was about, I don't know, five or six, maybe. What yeah. the hell? Why? And I had a, 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 <laughs> what the hell were your parents thinking? Traditional Ted Nugent style on like a buffalo, you know, like, it's like oh, yeah. flaming, you know. And it, yeah, and I, I, I remember. Uh, I had like a, you know, those glow sticks that they sell at the yeah, yeah. air guitar on that. And I had like a crowd around me, like of adults that were just like, this is better than the show. And I'm like, I'm like falling on my knees. like oh. That's and awesome. Uh, man, I've never seen Ted Nugent actually. I used to, he's pretty good live. I mean, yeah, honestly, you know, I, 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 that I, since I then, it's been a long time, but you know, back in the day I, I was like, listen to weekend warriors and you know, yeah. Um, oh yeah. Those are those first few albums with Derek St. Holmes are really good. That, that's, fuck that's yeah. Good music on there. Oh yeah. You know, catch Arch fever and all those great. Yeah. Super mm -hmm. good. Later on, he got a little crazy, but um, yeah. yeah, I don't know if I love him as a, as a dude. Well, know, no, as a oh, person, no, as a dude, or, no. Whatever, you know, yeah, like, if if he's listening, fuck you, Ted. I'm not, you know, I'm not a fan of him. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, Ted. As far as his like political views and all that shit, it doesn't fit in my fucking world. But his music rocks, and so I'm not gonna yep, yep. shit on like, him for that. You, but. Let us support you on the next tour, but. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Uh, so gordy how about you uh this is a question for my dad mostly because he i know he brought me to a lot of shit when i was a kid but i would say probably it, it was probably like alice cooper at the state fair or something oh. like that he usually played the state fair oh yeah i've seen alice cooper quite a few times off grass shit or whatever you know like yeah so there's probably that my first one that i went to like as a a consenting adult or I don't know like <laughs> yeah. that I remember going to personally right. was um it was like the Black Crows with Derek Trucks. Oh shit. Um, and that show was badass. Yeah. And and then like this was in high school. I didn't go to a lot of concerts before that because I, I didn't really didn't start playing guitar until I was like 16. Where was that at? Um it was, was that at uh Pine Knob or whatever. Yeah, was it the Pine Knob or the small Pine Knob, uh, which I think in Sterling Heights, Freedom Hill, or whatever it's called? That one. No, 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 it wasn't that. It was it was the real the real one. Okay. Yeah, at least from what I remember. The real one. The real one. No, it wasn't the Freedom <laughs> Hill one. Not that fake. Um, it was pretty sweet, though. It was it was really badass. And I went with some friends from high school, like my buddy Ethan and Alan. And, uh... Nice. Yeah, nice. it was cool. Excellent. Uh, I grew up watching my dad's band practice. I know that's not really a concert, but it, it always gave me, you know, the, the concerts that I went to in my early, like, age, I just always felt like my dad shreds harder than these guys, you know? <laughs> I mean, really, that's, you know, that's where... His dad does shred. He's that's fucking awesome. His <laughs> dad's the shit. Mark is really good. But yeah. for the sake of the question, I think maybe one of the earliest ones that I really remember is probably like Paul McCartney in the wing. Oh, oh wow. Cool. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. a cool, that'd be which awesome. was great. Which was really cool. Yeah. That'd be super awesome. Uh, no. So is your dad still playing? He still plays. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't really play shows or anything. Yeah. But I mean, um, you know, we get together a couple times a month and, and we jam and I jam with them sometimes. That's cool. And I'll come jam too. Nice. That's awesome. That's super cool. 
Uh, Karen. Well, for me, uh, I do remember seeing Alice Cooper at the State Fairgrounds. Um, as a little kid, I went and saw NSYNC. Oh, <laughs> and then nice. the first right. like, adult concert, what I remember was the Amino Acids, the Jollies, and Toxic Shock Syndrome at 2500 Club. Sweet. That was my oh, first crap. show I ever went to. Wow. I met punk rockers in the woods and they took me to Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) The amino acids. We're still friends. They didn't. They just. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. It's a great show. I've been watching the the amino acids, a band I've seen the most. Oh, yeah. They're great. No, I remember last time that you mentioned the amino acids and that you, you know, as far as like music and stuff, that that was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, they're killer, man. We have, I think we have both their records. Well, we have you have their full length, and then I have a couple of their forty fives, and mm-hmm. yeah, they're great. Yeah, so I think it may have come up when we were talking about records or something like that. But yeah, oh, very right. cool. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so what about Chuck Marshall? Oh, <laughs> he's, what was he's interviewed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're turning the tail now. We're asking the questions. Okay. What was the question? What first concert? Your first concert. Oh. uh I know it's probably sweet. Uh, it was super memorable. Um, so a little pre-story for, to it. Um, yeah. I think it was ninth grade. So I went through phases where I was like super addicted to a certain band, right? Mm. Um, oh, and, yeah. you know, I was really like I started my first album was Elton John. I got really into Elton John. I listened to Elton John, you know, when I was you know, like, I don't know, 9, 10, yeah. 11. Then... Uh, sixth grade, somebody played Kiss Alive, and I became a Kiss fan. And I was like, oh, yeah, fucking, it. I had Kiss posters, you know, I, I bought all their albums. I was just like, Kiss, Kiss, Kiss. Had the Kiss belt buckle. So I get into high school. Um, so what, I'm 14 or whatever. Totally into Kiss. Uh, Kiss is at that point starting to fade away. Like, I think they were, you know, uh, was that weird? So when I was a freshman, it was 79. I yeah think, right 80. right um so they were going into the 80s and they were you know they were that was the downstroke for kiss they start doing the yeah the disco <laughs> yeah, thing yeah, and yeah, yeah. you're like oh fuck so it was it was, it was, it was <laughs> to be into kiss and so um not that i wanted to escape them because i still love them but anyway this uh i still remember his name his name is carl kind of a quiet dude and he goes hey man do you ever listen to rush i'm like fuck is rush and so he gave me 2112 he he loaned me that and i'm like oh yeah yeah <laughs> it was all about i was i knew every fucking lyric you know i'm singing along like i think i'm getty lee you know like ah! and, <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> so anyway uh he goes hey dude you want to go to uh see rush and so we went to see rush um for the moving pictures tour um, wow, so that dude, was, that's awesome. Yeah, it was, I was just like, fuck. It's just Where so did you awesome. think of that? Uh, I think it was Kobo, I think, or it was nice. Joe Lewis. Yeah. Um, right. Might have been Joe Lewis. And it was with, uh, do you remember a band called Max Webster? They were a Canadian band, and they had one, they were one-hit wonder. They had uh, Go For Soda, the song that was, it's what? super poppy. Oh, I've never heard of that. I'm looking yeah. it up, though. Oh, we gotta so, check that out, yeah. It's a cool, it's a cool tune. Um, but Max Webster opened up, and um, yeah, it was great, though. Fuck. Although, at, you know, at that time when that came, so I was super into 
like free will, you know, um, permanent waves and before. And when yeah. um, moving pictures came out, it was all the kind of synthy things that again, like in the 80s. Oh, was, yeah. Cause I was like, um, I was super anti at it around that time I was getting into rush and then got into black Sabbath, Ozzy and iron maiden and shit. Right. And yeah. <clears throat> people were listening to the B 52s and shit, which at the time I thought sucked like now retrospectively, like, but back then I was like, fuck these fucking yeah. new motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking hated it. I'm like, fuck no. off. You know, listen to something fucking heavy. Um, so, you know, it was Rush or this, you know, but anyway, I'm diverging into my twisted path, which led to like Maiden. Right. I got totally into Maiden and Priest. And then um, it wasn't until like the 90s, I think, I was in a band and I heard Carcass and At the Gates, and that's opened the doors to fucking hell. Real heavy yeah, shit. That's when you got on the hard stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's, when, that's, that's when I was just mainlining fucking death metal. Like, oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so guys, I really appreciate getting to talk to you guys. I can't wait to see you. Uh, I still haven't gotten to a show, so I'm hoping that when you come back, you're going to do some, some Detroit gigs. Um, yeah. Again, get Put me in the early loop as far as like when that is so I can mark oh, all the Um so anyway, I've got one last question. Typically the question is about pizza, but Dan, you weren't there, but everybody else has talked about pizza. So I'm gonna ask a different pineapple question. Goes on the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's pineapple or not, but uh how about nuts or no nuts in brownies? Damn. Wow, that's an interesting question. Well, first of all, I and nuts and pretty much everything sounds good to me. I mean, <laughs> I put them in the chocolate, put them in all everything, whatever. All right. <laughs> I gotta go no nuts. I, I mean, if you're, you know, huh? I, I, I got a big problem with people trying to bring foreign foods into dessert. <laughs> He's a weird thing with fruit. He has a weird thing with fruit. fruit. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know why. You're like, let's put the banana in the ice cream. I just don't fucking give fucking it. Fucking wonderful. It's <laughs> one of the best desserts out there. Banana except split. For, except Pecan for pie. the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm with, I'm with you, Nick. Man. I'm not into like, hey, you have Nick. ice cream, have ice cream, you know? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and, uh, well, I, I won't yeah, give my I'm, thing away. I'm fine with that. You're fine with so, so nuts or no yeah, nuts? She's like, just give me the fucking brownies. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. And I'll say probably as far as brownies are concerned. Yeah. Typically, I'm a I'm a no nut brownie kind of guy. But <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no nut brownie. brownie. No but nut. but like as far as um, cookies are concerned, I'll definitely do a pecan cookie, a walnut oh. cookie, like a cranberry. Like walnut or cranberry cashew, I don't care. Like, I'll put it in a cookie. But a brownie, now, you, now you're getting cookie. fucking exotic, buddy. Settle down. <laughs> He's an exotic <laughs> real exotic. Cranberry fucking walnut. I mean, who the fuck's making it? <laughs> who the fuck says this shit? <laughs> you know that these guys only taste weed when they eat. <laughs> I'm trying to diverge from the food. <laughs> right. I'm trying to cut right. it. I'm trying to cut 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 it. I'm trying to c
Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, we're, we're gonna have to have a, like a a cookie bake off at the next show, maybe. Why? I can't bake. Uh, yeah, me neither. I'll ruin, I'll ruin I'm gluten free too, so I'm gonna have to bake some gluten free shit. And it's <laughs> yeah, that sounds really and hard. Though, like <laughs> you know, like they everybody's gonna be disappointed. What the fuck is this gluten? Right. Why do we have these corn cookies? <laughs> like, you know, the bake sale is just every the table's just full. I'll know, bring like, some really tates. Good, I'll like, bring some tates. I made chocolate chip cookies. Like, I was broke one Christmas, so I was like, I'm going to make all my friends chocolate chip cookies because I don't have some money. Yeah. So yeah. I did that, but they came out like fucking pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was broke, so I was like, well, all right, I'm going to fucking win. I gave them one of my friends is like, I didn't feel real good after I ate one. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll never break again, I promise. <laughs> Christmas pancakes. Oh, that could be the name for the next uh, album, Karen's Christmas Pancakes. Boom. We're going to do a cover of Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. There right? you go. Run <laughs> one Rudolph is my right. So, bonus question. Bonus question. Out. What's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, yeah. Dude, my favorite Christmas song straight up is probably Blue Christmas. That's a great song. Oh, that's it. That's a good one. I love Blue Christmas. Man, I don't, I don't like a Christmas song. Me neither. None of these guys, they, they, they're grouches, dude. It's oh. so I, I am a holiday really I like Halloween. <laughs> Thanksgiving Nick, and Fat Tuesday. Prime holidays. Fat Tuesday. Who doesn't Nick, like that? Nick, there's not. There's no Christmas song. I mean, I guess. I mean, like all winter I maybe. Do like you know maybe the oh, NCR yeah. version or something. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, the Grinch. That's a good song. Yeah, you're well, a good one, Mr. Grinch. No, it's hokey and stupid. I like Christmas. I, I, I'm with you. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> favorite holiday. I can't resist the lyrical content. I don't know many reindeer. So, uh, so Gordy, Gordy, what's yours then? <laughs> run, run, Rudolph. <laughs> it, so much, uh, it does, and I love does. that shit. And then you know, that's basically like four songs in one. And it just what? makes me feel uh, nostalgic, which is why I love Christmas. Yeah, fuck yeah! <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks again for being on Fans with Bands. Uh, thanks again for your awesome music, Dan. That's easy, and you know. Thank you guys for being you, and I can't wait to see you guys. Uh, yeah, you still haven't been seeing you for real. I mean, I will. you will. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Only on the All right, guys. No, the camera adds 10 pounds. So. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always look at myself on the camera, and I look like super red. And, I'm, and then I go into the room, I go, Am I fucking beat red? And I'm like, <laughs> It's for lighting. You need, you need warm lighting. <laughs> Clearly, I'm like. <laughs> anyway, I try not to look at myself. You look good, though. You look great. Oh, my gosh. Thanks, great. guys. I know. I'm sexy. Yeah. All, <laughs> all right. <laughs> See you guys. All right, man. Peace. See you, man. See you, man. I don't even watch stuff. Dude, try, try, try. You hang up. No, you hang up. All right. I'll, I'm hanging up now. You hang up. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to Karen, Nick, Gordy, Dan, and Gordon for joining me on this episode of Fans with Bands. If you love hard rock with a bit of a blues and a touch of funk, then you need to get a copy of the Lucifer's new album, Damn That Was Easy. If you are in Detroit, 
Be sure to see them open up for I Hate God on December 19th at the Sanctuary. This is going to be one hell of a show. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industry, such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. And keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams. <laughs>